tell me how cherished memories quickly surface when a special song from your past is played. So come along for more of those memories on this week's Sentimental Journey. Heard Sunday mornings at 10 on Northumberland 89.7, truly local radio. Northumberland 89.7 is CFWN, truly local radio, serving Northumberland County, a not-for-profit volunteer community radio station. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts and guests of Reality Realty are not necessarily the views or opinions of Northumberland 89.7 FM. The information given is designed to be informative and helpful. You should always consult a professional when buying or selling your home. Hello, Northumberland County. This is Reality Realty, Northumberland 89.7 FM's real estate talk show. I'm Dale Bryant, and when I'm not hosting the show, I'm on the streets and in your neighborhood. That's a scary thought you might be thinking, but I'm on the streets and in your neighborhood as an active real estate broker with Royal LePage Pro Alliance Realty Brokerage. And at this time each week, we bring you Reality Realty, your local real estate forum, where we take on we talk about and we interview guests on all things real estate with a direct focus on northumberland county and the communities within it co-hosting with me this morning is katherine gissing katherine is a founder and she's also the owner operator of sage relocation services and katherine is now a regular co-host on reality realty good morning katherine good morning dale glad to be back yeah it's really good to have you back um you've been on the show Many times now, as uh, originally as a guest, and, and several times now as co-host, and you're on the second Thursday of each month. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So, Looking forward to it. So, folks, if you like to uh, tune in 
especially, I mean, I'm thinking you like to tune in every week at 11, but if you like to hear especially what Catherine brings to this show, second Thursday each month. And Catherine, you bring a whole new slate of guests to this show with your business and uh, you're, you're in the real estate business uh, a little bit differently than I am. So uh, I, I thank you for the new, the new energy you bring to the show. And uh, Catherine, while Sage, your company Sage, focuses on providing downsizing services, it often requires the support of other businesses. Uh, I mean, uh, in real estate, I can, I can do it all. I can take the pictures. I can, I can do the uh, floor plans. I can do all the marketing. But it's not necessarily good when you do that. It, I mean, to outsource and get those professionals who are are just doing that field i mean that's when the best product comes out and i know you do that in your business which leads us into today's guest and topic uh, can you tell us a little bit about what's coming up today? Sure, gladly. I'll, I'll just do a little recap for the listeners that might be checking in for the first time and explain what the concept of relocation services is, because that'll set us up for understanding who our guest is and what they do. Mm-hmm. So for those who are uninitiated, relocation services are a project ma- It's a project management approach that works with people who are downsizing and moving to a new location. And so... That encompasses a whole host of different actions and a whole host of different service providers. We do a lot of it, starting with figuring out how many items a client might have, what they can realistically take with them, packing them, uh, helping them uh, get rid of things they're not taking with them, bringing in the movers. There's a whole bunch of things that we do. And within the complexity of that project, there is almost always the need for getting rid of things, sometimes mm-hmm. a little, sometimes a lot. But it's a it's a, an increasingly difficult problem as people downsize, and there's a whole host of boomers that are downsizing right now. And, and we have become a big advocate of online auction providers in order to help our clients find new homes for their old things. And so in order to help our clients understand what an online auction is, we thought that we would invite in our preferred provider today. So I have Adam Gordon with me today. Adam is the chief chief operating officer of Maxold. So for those who are unfamiliar with Maxold, it is an online auction platform and we're going to talk about what that really means and how they reach their market and what they actually do. But we're going to be talking today basically about what an online auction is, how it differs from the traditional models that our readers might be familiar with, be it Kijiji or the traditional auctioneer, and, and whether or not this solution might be suitable for them. That sounds, yeah, that sounds like a great topic. And, and if people are thinking of downsizing right now, or even even two, three years off, I mean, good time to start now because that will likely be a bigger job than you think it will be. Although with the services of Maxold, it could improve it greatly. Uh, and, and then just people not thinking of moving, but just want to get rid of all, destroy that monster they've created. And that being the <laughs> junk that, yeah. And, and I can say this because I, I put my hand way up in the air. I'm one of those people and it just happens. Well, it does. And, By you know, mistake. And, and nine times out of 10, when I'm dealing with a new client, they're always apprehensive about showing me the room. And the room might be the garage. It might be the basement. I had a lovely dear, dear client recently who called it the hell hole. Mm-hmm. And she was so embarrassed to show me the room. And, and I have to tell you, honestly, I've seen worse. And there is a process for managing all those things. No matter how full it might be, there is a way to actually find a home for those things. Well, you know what? As, as homeowners, we should just invite all our friends and families into those rooms right away. And then, and then everything's up from there, right? Everything goes up from there. It, That's the starting yeah, point. There you go. So let's get down to business today. We'll take a look at Snapshot, which is a look at today's residential real estate market right here in our country county northumberland county catherine the sales over the past month uh, continue to decline second week in a row i'm reporting a declining in sales as and i'm thinking maybe the summer holidays has something to do with this and, and coming into play the sales over the past month are down to 159 sales uh, last week report 
we reported 165 and the week before 190. So we're seeing a pattern and that leaves us with an inventory of 340 residential listings for sale in our county. The average selling price of successful sales over the past year is approximately 324,000. That's up by 2,000 from last week's report. Catherine, you know, been doing this coming on to two years now and and I think at the end of year one I was thinking you know snapshot segment is so ho-hum it's the same numbers over and over again and and I I considered whether or not to keep it what's the value of having this uh, snapshot of a residential real estate market and I'm glad I did keep it because 2016 we're seeing changes in these numbers just about weekly and uh, so it it definitely has value and and it has value for people who just like to keep their eye on the real estate market and especially people who are just entering the real estate market and they're and maybe they haven't paid attention over the last couple years but now all of a sudden it's becoming more important so they're they're tuning in uh, finer to uh, stats like this so people over the past year have been receiving approximately 98% of their asking price in a market time of 57 days. We are still in a seller's market and we have an absorption rate of 47% and that's based on the past month's trend and that 47% is 2% lower than the rate we reported last week but well, well entrenched in a seller's market. I research these number uh, Northumberland County statistics and I calculate the absorption rate using information from List Central. And List Central is the realtor component of the MLS system. Now, if you're thinking of buying or selling a home in the future, and like I said earlier, you might start to be keening in on some of these stats, well, these are general stats. So what you want to do is you want to talk to your local realtor to find out the stats like this but they're area-specific, specific to your property type and the price band it's in. So talk to your local realtor and understand the Northumberland market information that's most relevant to you. Today's mortgage rates, they remain stable. A five-year fixed is still as low as 2.39%, and five-year variable as low as 2.2%. And today's mortgage rates come to us from Mortgage Broker, Carol Ann Bryant with the Broker Financial Group. And that, folks, is your current snapshot of the residential real estate market right here in Northumberland County. So, Catherine, um, a little a little lead into today's show. Uh, if, if people were using the years 1946 to 1965 to, uh, as bookend years to define the baby boomer population, um, Baby boomer, boomers would now be between 51 and 70 years old. And so those folks are nearing retirement mm-hmm. or, or they're, they've been retired for a while. So it's no wonder, in my experience, dealing with people, especially coming from uh, the GTA and Durham area, that they're downsizing. Even people right here in our community that say, you know what, that, uh, that three, four bedroom home is more than what we need right now and they're downsizing or maybe maybe they're downsizing even more drastically than that but it's no wonder with the baby boomer population where they are right now that we're experiencing this and you have an excellent show lined up for us today to help uh, us wrestle with one of the components of downsizing so why don't you get us started Sure. Well, I want to start actually by bringing Adam into the conversation. So I'm going to just welcome him formally to the show. Thanks, Catherine. Hello. And before we even get into the details of this, I think we're going to just start from a general level and explain to our listeners what an online auction is, because I think that there's a lot of preconceived ideas out there about what it is, what it isn't, and there's some confusion perhaps that it might be limited to, to models like Kijiji, for example. So we're going to talk about that level of detail, but we're going to start with a general, and I'm going to invite Adam actually to explain to us what an online auction is. Thanks, Catherine. Yeah, I think uh, you kind of hit the nail right on the head there when it comes to online auctions that we'll be talking about today. Um, in that 
although they're online and for some people that might be a scary idea, really um, we're still um, the auction house of the 1960s. And what I mean by that is um, Max Hold, as an example, is a company that's three generations in the business, started in the 60s with my grandfather. Um, And so what we have done isn't to remove what that original concept was, which was helping people um, disperse the assets they don't need anymore. We've just kind of kept the model up to date. Just like writing a letter used to be all done with a pen and paper, now lots of people use email. It hasn't changed the purpose of the letter and what it needs to achieve. Um, It's just the medium in which we use to help people achieve the same goal. The nice thing about Mac Sold is, unlike using email, you don't actually have to know anything about a computer or how to use one in order to use Mac Sold to sell your stuff online. And I think that's a big difference between, you know, the Ebays and the Craigslist and the Kijijis, which are very much a computer-driven tool for sellers to market their things online. Mac Sold, through services like yourself, through realtors, or through our full-service model, allows clients who don't need to know anything about how a computer works to market their goods online, sell them to the online public, and get their items dispersed in a finite timeline. Mm-hmm. And, and I'll just back up and explain from our perspective, from Sage's perspective, what that means and, and how we uh, were introduced to Max Old way back when. Uh, we're dealing with clients who are downsizing, and of course they always have things that they're trying to disperse. And we have traditionally used a traditional auction model where we we bring in an auctioneer who will take things out to an auction facility or maybe run an estate sale at the facility. Um, Increasingly, we started hearing about these online solutions. Um, Maxold happens to be based out of Kingston, and since we're in Northumberland County, we thought it was worth looking into. And, And we started to get familiar with their model and working collaboratively with them. And so what that means, and this goes back to Adam's point, you don't have to be familiar with computers in order to actually host your own online auction. You can do some of the work in cooperation with Maxold, take your own pictures, write your own details, work with them to, to provide that information. Or you can bring in companies like Sage, who is already managing their downsizing. We can manage all the manual work of photographing, collecting that data, and uploading it to the Maxold site. So for those who are on the beginner level of computer literacy, this is a model that works for you. For people that are completely literate and want to control the whole process themselves, this model works for them as well. Yeah, and I would I would imagine that versatility is very important to that that age group I just talked about, fifty one to seventy years old. I mean, a lot of us us uh, are computer literate, and but there's so many people that they didn't need it all their lives, and why do they want to get into that right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think it's important too to say even if you are computer literate, um, those of you who either have or have friends who have experienced downsizing or even thinking about it. Um, our experience is it's a pretty overwhelming um, um, thinking, like mentality. And even if you know what you're doing from a technical perspective, the experience of having to photograph things, organize things, um, describe things, you're going through decades worth of history and stories for each thing you touch in your home. And uh, for the people that can emotionally remove themselves from that situation, Yes, a lot of people can use our service the way they would use Kijiji. Most people involve a professional like Sage um, to help them go through each of those things item by item throughout the home um, because it truly can be a, pro- a, pro- a project Sorry, that takes you know months or years versus um, with a company, with a professional. You can get it done usually in the timelines you might already have worked out with your realtor to make sure the house you know gets sold on the timelines that you want as well. Mm-hmm. And I would think also, Adam, when people look at their items uh, and they're looking at it from the perspective of ownership and and memories with those items, uh, someone like yourself, someone like Catherine at Sage, they can look at the items uh, like a buyer, a potential buyer would see them. And and I'm sure that you would market them optimally that way. Absolutely. Um, That actually um, brings up another good point. Why did Maxold get created? Why are we doing things this way? Um, Basically, it comes back to what the purpose was. You know, as a 60s, 70s, 80s auction house, our goal was always helping the clients disperse 
all of the things they didn't need anymore. And the problem has been over the last 30 years in general, as as you mentioned, Dale, the value of things aren't quite what people feel they should be. And lots of times it's because in the 80s and 90s when they bought them, they were being told by their auctioneers, hey, this is a good investment. They were being told by the market it's a good investment. Everything indicated it was going to go up in value. They bought Royal Daltons for hundreds or thousands of dollars. And in today's day and age, you know, the best Daltons can still bring a couple of hundred bucks, but most of them are bringing between 50 and $150. And that's a big drop in value. Um, the nice, and, and then the other piece of that is because of that, auctioneers, estate sellers, other models all felt the pinch in their own model. And really what that means is it only lets them help people sell a portion of everything they've got to sell because economically the business model just doesn't fit the economics of the goods anymore. Um, so w- we went back to square one and said, look, our goal needs to be we want to help the client with 100% of the scope. We don't just want to cherry pick the best things. And we don't even need the client to say we'll give you the best things because lots of times it's the same problem is we can only help you if we're going to sell the best things for you. Maxold built a model that doesn't care. If for some reason you want to hold on to those items because you still love them, you have room for them, you want to give them away to a family member, you want to put them in a consignment store for whatever reason. It doesn't matter to us. We still want to help you with whatever scope is left to help get that out of the house as economically as possible. Mm-hmm. And I, I will validate that because we've done a number of projects with clients who have whole house loads of items. And in the past, if we'd brought a traditional auctioneer in, they will cherry pick. They'll go through and based upon their market intelligence and understanding who their target market is, they might take 20% of those goods. They might take 50% of those goods and they take them. And then the rest still becomes a challenge for us because we still have to find a place for those new things. Our preferred model is now to work with an online platform like Maxold because they have developed a way to to move the majority of the goods. And and when I first heard of this, I was very suspicious. Like I, I heard phenomenal numbers like 97%, 98% of the goods listed for auction will, sold, will sell. And I said nothing, but I waited till it, I was proved right or wrong. And, and I will tell you, having run a number of these now, 97, 98, 99, 100% of the goods actually do go. And there is a whole process for doing it. And, and, and that has incredible value to a client who has a timeline to meet because they have to get out of a house or because they have to clear items. It frees them up to move on to the next stage of their life. Well... I'm looking forward to hearing more about this. It's uh, it's time for a break right now. So, folks, you've been listening to Reality Realty, Northumberland 89.7 FM's local real estate talk. Join us after this break, and we'll continue to talk real estate and online auctions with Adam Gordon, COO of Max Sold. In a world overpopulated with late-night TV shows, how about a radio one? Hi, I'm Pat Quigley, and I'm the host of Tomorrow Tonight, where every week myself and a different co-host talk about interesting topics, play games, listen to some awesome music, and ask some all-important questions. Heck, we'll even take your tweets and read them live on air. You know, if they're good enough. And if you send us any. That's Tomorrow Tonight. Check them out Saturday from midnight till 2, only on Northumberland 89.7, truly local radio. Hey, sweetheart, you know what? It's really hot out. Yeah, it is, honey. Let's treat ourselves by going down to Pat and Rob's and have an old-style ice cream. That's a great idea. I hear it's the place where friends gather. And it's a real homey atmosphere. Mmm, mmm, ice cream on a summer's night. A friendly ice cream shop with shakes, sundaes, ice creams, pretty much anything you would like. Banana split? Let's Let's go! go. That's Pat and Rob's at 32 King Street, West in Cobra. Come out and enjoy a fabulous movie-going experience at the Rainbow Cinemas. Playing July 8th to the 14th, The Secret Life of Pets, Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates, No Free Passes Accepted, and The Legend of Tarzan. The Rainbow Cinemas are located in the Northumberland Mall, 1111 Elgin Street West. Give them a call, 905-372-2444, or visit rainbowcinemas.ca. Welcome back. This is Northumberland 89.7 FM, Reality Realty with Dale Bryant, my co-host Catherine Gissing, and our guest today, Adam Gordon, COO of Max Sold. Catherine, do you want to get us uh, 
back on track. Sure. You know, we have a... Um We've developed a pattern here of wandering around from question to question, but there's yeah. so much to talk about here, and and we find it fascinating. Ho- fascinating. Hope, hopefully, our listeners will as well. So, the question that I actually wanted to pitch to Adam at this point is about estate sales. A lot mm-hmm. of our, our a lot of our listeners may have shopped at estate sales. Maybe they've managed their own estate sale. I'd, I'd like Adam to explain to us how an online auction is actually different than the estate sale they might be familiar with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, I think it's important to say that uh, in the market, there are lots of solutions and there's uh, not every solution is right for every client. Um, so I still believe, you know, estate sales have a place um, in terms of, you know, how we're different and what clients might value in us over what they get out of an estate sale. Um, you know, in, in our model, our goal was to try and minimize um traffic in the client's home. Lots of times that's because they have a real estate um, deal or situation going on and every person that comes into the home that actually shouldn't be there doesn't help mitigate the risk of making sure closings go smoothly and whatnot for Dale and his team and, and the and the um, you know yourself as a listener as well if you're going through a downsize. So part of our goal was to mitigate the number of people who need to be in the home in order to sell the goods, um, and our process allows for that. Basically, the only people that show up on a client's home, other than our team or yourself, Catherine, if you're doing um, the um, seller-assisted model, um, it, are the people that have actually made a purchase. The money's already been collected, and they're just there for the five or ten minutes it takes for them to walk into the home, pick up the piece under supervision, and remove it from the home. So the the pickup experience goes very quickly. We know who those people are. We have their names. We have their addresses. Um, and, and we know that they've paid for those items. So th- that's a big difference. Um, and, and bigger than that, it comes back to transparency. So in our model... Everything from a Christmas decoration all the way up to a Cadillac, we've got five to ten photos. We have a description. We know how many people bid on it. That document is available on the Internet. So if there are family members trying to help clients mitigate their risk or watch over them, they can do it from anywhere in the world. Um, you know, and, and they know exactly that they got paid for everything because we're telling everybody what the bidding prices were. So it's not like there's any way for us not to make sure the client gets paid for every single thing that was sold. Um, You know, another uh, nice thing about us is competition. It goes back to in a first come first serve model, consignment store, even or estate sale. um, You have a people come in, you need the flow in order to sell the stuff. They only have a day or two to make that decision. And uh, it's very much first person in the door gets first pick. In our model, 24-7, for as many days as the client would like, we're running that auction. People can bid all the time. They have to compete against everybody else that's looking at those items. And it really gives um, a sense of creating a fair, transparent model, not just for the seller, but also for the buyer. And it means buyers aren't waiting in line for hours to find out whether or not there's even anything in the home that they want to buy. And it reduces that experience from you know several hours to several minutes. And uh, we think those are some really big value opportunities. Uh, you know, on the other side, we don't collect cash. Everything's credit card, so it's all tracked electronically. Um, and we don't like money on site, so it's all done through our platform. Um, and that's for the safety and security. I mean, knock on wood, I've never heard of any incidents in any model, but we remove that risk entirely by not having um, finances um, dealt with on site. Um, so those are just a few of the things I think that make um, us a different choice uh, over an estate sale. Um, the biggest one, going back to the need, is volume of goods moved. On average, 98% sold. As Catherine said, um, you know, that's what she's experienced. Um, anyone who wants to question whether or not we're achieving that, the data is all on our website. You can look up any auction we've ever done in our past auction results and see that we're selling everything from old linens, towels, tools, all the way up to cars, china, sterling, whatnot. Um, and on average, my experience is most estate sale companies are getting 60 to 80% of that stuff moved out. And they might help with the other 20% that doesn't sell, but that's still a big gap in terms of total solution. Mm-hmm. And, and I should explain a little bit about how you are, you managed to sell that 98%. There's a, when we're, when we were working towards setting up the auction, there's a, um, there's an activity called cataloging, which either Maxol does or a company like myself, my, like Sage does on behalf of their clients. And cataloging is a very labor intensive process. And what that means is that we go into the household 
world. And we figure out all the things that the client wants to sell on auction. And then we strategically put them together in like-themed groups or groups that, that belong together. So a group might have... 10 items in it, or it might have one item in it. But we put things together so that in a multi-item group, there are things that are more desirable and some things that are less desirable. So for example, for a recent client, we had a group of Christmas-themed items. And in that Christmas-themed group, there was one beautiful ornate um, decoration that had, uh, it was a Boyne's Bear collection, and it had, it had, it was battery-operated, and it had lights that twinkled. And then as part of that group, we also had some, some tinsel and some tree decorations and some things that are less desirable, but the client needs to clear out. So that group sold at a fairly high amount with the understanding that the buyer who picked it up was really looking for that Boyne's Bear ornamental collection. But they are bound by the contract to take everything in that group. So they come, they pick it up in the time slot that Adam referred to, and they take everything away, which is how you clear out everything because you it's a strategy to, to group things together. So there's always one thing in that group that's got a high demand in the market. Yeah, and and I can see that working. And but I but I also think in a traditional auction, uh, auctioneers do the same thing. They'll box things together, so you have to buy a box worth. Uh, I gotta think a lot has to do with the, how far-reaching uh, Max sold is on the internet. Like you're not just you're not just confined to who showed up that evening or afternoon mm-hmm. to to the estate sale or the auction. I mean, this is worldwide. And and that's gotta that's gotta make a big difference. Yeah, so I'll speak to that, Dale. Um, what's interesting about us is we're not worldwide like eBay. Typically, it's not that we can't be, but in general, our model is very focused on a on a regional concept. And mm. the reason is it goes back to the hypothesis. The company, because we were an auction house, we used to provide shipping all the time. And when we looked at the data, what we learned was, for the most part, like ninety nine point nine 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 percent of stuff. People within a couple of hundred kilometers are willing to spend the same amount of money as somebody in 10,000 kilometers. Now, I know there are stories out there, you know, of people, you know, trading houses for paper clips and whatnot. But in general, the most stuff that people have does not require a global audience to hit its market value. But you do need to get a better reach than the traditional models. And that's because, in general, traditional models are still um, accessing the older demographic of people. And as we're talking about, that demographic loves to go to auctions. They love to go to estate sales, but they don't actually need any of the things that they're being put in front of. They like them. They participate. It's entertaining. um, But the demographic of people coming up who will actually pay a lot more money for those things are end users who more and more don't want to spend or don't have the time to go sit in front of an auctioneer for eight hours. I used to love standing in front of a crowd of 400 people and, you know, saying, you know, as an auctioneer, this is all about what I can accomplish. But really, you know, my ability, you know, right now, I think we have, uh, you know, 50 to 100 auctions on our platform right now. And i I'm on this radio show instead of in front of all of those people. So our ability to reach um, for sure is augmented by the internet, but we're still focused on people within 100 or 200 kilometers, which is still obviously a much bigger reach than, as you said, someone having to make time to go mm-hmm. sit somewhere for a couple of hours, stand in line for a couple of hours. And and it's it's not just the reach, it's the it's the accessibility. It's the speed at which someone can make a decision. We're, we're competing in today's day and age for buyers. We're competing with Amazon. On Amazon, you make a bid, and in two days, it's delivered at your door. We don't have delivery, but you can make a bid and you know show up at the house the next day, and in five minutes, grab your item and go, and maybe it was on your way to work. You can geographically pick whichever auctions you want to participate in. So, Adam, it, it doesn't matter. I mean, we started off talking about estate sales and, and you know downsizing uh, a household of items. I mean, and that, that really focuses on... The, on what our show's about is real estate. But if I just have one item I'd like to sell and I think it has value, a Max sold still the place to go? In general, it's not. And I'll explain why. Um, we were built as a volume company. And because of that, our commissions don't usually justify selling one item. Now, if you've got one item like a car or a houseboat or um, 
Uh, we've sold uh, like uh, motorhome tra- like trailers that you can drop off or tow with a truck. We sold a couple of those um, by themselves, you know, between five and twenty thousand dollars. So certainly our commissions are justified on those kinds of items. Um, but in general, if you have a small thing like a snowboard or if you have a small collection of china, we're not a good fit. Um, that said, going along that theme, most people think they only have one or two things they want to sell. But when we can explain all of the things that we don't judge and can help sell, they can easily come up with a list most of the time of 30 to 50 things. And certainly when you start looking at that kind of volume, we're much better fit than a one item for Craigslist or Kijiji or eBay, um, where it's very quick to do that one item. If you have five to 10 items, that's a lot of appointments, a lot of emails, a lot of phone calls just for those few items. Um, So it makes our process more desirable the bigger and more complex the problem is. And and we all, well, we might remember what we paid for those items back when, but if we don't remember, and, and, and I guess remembering really doesn't matter because it's what's the value today, but maybe we have no clue what the value today is. Do you actually help us with that? It's a great question, Dale. Um, we have the ability to share our data with you, to show you, but unlike the real estate world where um, you know finding comparables should get you pretty close to what something might bring, the timelines people have, the areas they live in um, have a very big impact on, actually, I guess like real estate, on what something might bring. Like we've seen very similar tables sell in one region for, you know, X dollars and then another region sell for magnitudes, you know, orders of magnitude in different um, different values. And, um, you know, if people want to look up what things have sold for, we're certainly transparent in that uh, on our website. Again, in our past auction results, you can look through them. You can pick um, our monthly highlights. And we also have something called the Max Sold Quick Worth Finder. So if you Google search that, it'll take you to a page where you can search for anything. And it will tell you out of the hundreds of thousands of products we've sold in the last few years, what their selling prices has been, the top, the average, and individual values. So certainly we can help with that. In general, what we find is, and this is a big, um, uh, I don't know if controversy is the right word, but at the end of the day, you can get an appraisal from a professional um, in terms of what something might bring. But when it's time to sell it, it does really only matter what the market's willing to pay. And so the only question you should be thinking is, how can I get this in front of the biggest market possible to generate the most value I can in the short period of time I have to get the thing sold? Because ultimately, if your house is sold and it's going to be falling out from under you so that you can move on with your transition, the items you have become liabilities. Because if you don't sell them, you need to pay to move them, you need to pack them, you need to store them. And uh, you can very quickly become upside down on items that you think are worth hundreds of dollars. Maybe, you know, are you unhappy if you get 60 and you saved the hundreds of dollars it would have cost to ship them and move them somewhere else? And, and Adam, you... I've read here uh, about you supporting the efforts of realtors and move managers. Can you explain that a little further? Yeah. So, um, you know, we're we're under the impression that most of the time when real estate professionals are helping people downsize, um, a lot of the time, um, you know, they're trying to give their clients the time they need to deal with their transition as part of their closing date. So they might get the house prepared and sold, and then the closing might be 30 or 60 days away. Sometimes it's longer than that, but lots of times it's somewhere in that time frame. And uh, our model was built to solve the the sale of the goods in less than a two-week time frame for an entire house or, or otherwise um, in order to make sure we could help fit within the timelines that the realtor and the client have discussed regarding their home sale. And obviously the home is usually where most of the economics is coming for the client. Their financial you know, nest egg, if you will, is coming out of their real estate. So it's very important that that transaction goes off without a hitch. Um, and in order to make that happen, we tried to build a model that A, takes care of 100% of the scope of the problem, and B, gets it done within the time that you need to to move on with that transaction. Um, In terms of move managers, we've built our model um, to basically allow them to be a part uh, more a, a bigger part of the solution when the client wants to deal with less service providers. I mean, 
usually when they're going through a transition, they'll have their realtor, they'll have their move manager, and now they have to bring in junk and auction and consignment. And before they know it, they've got too many service managers or too many services um, to manage. Um, The great thing about Catherine and her services is they will manage all of those for you. And a lot of the times with us as a partner, um, they remove us entirely from the seller's equation so that the seller just has to deal with them and they make sure Catherine and her team makes sure that everything happens the way um, uh, it's supposed to. And that relieves stress from the client, which is ultimately one of the other main things we're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, from our point of view, we're trying to simplify things for clients so they have one point of contact. So we position ourselves as project managers and we bring in all the service providers, but the client doesn't see all that. They just see us. So all the questions, all the decisions get made through us. It just simplifies it for them. And it means that we can coordinate schedules for everybody, including the auction. Yeah, yeah and, and that's and that's perfect because uh, the sale time is such a stressful time. So the less complexity that's involved, the better for the the, the client. The other thing I'll say is uh, going back to, you know, I assume as a realtor, when you're trying to sell a piece of real estate, going back to the comment of the one room nobody wants to show you, it can be difficult to sell a house in certain situations when things aren't quite what we'll call market ready. Um, a lot of the times, a, a small max sold sale can help get some of those things out of the house that otherwise the client's going to end up paying to box up and store somewhere while the house is being sold, only to have to pay money to again move them and bring them and unpack them back into the house. Instead, you can do a two-wave auction where you get the first wave out that uh, working with the the sage and the realtor to decide what are the things we need to leave in the home in order to get the house ready and marketed and what things can we get out of the home that both will improve the viewings for um, for the open houses and the client's not going to need any more anyway. Can we get those things sold and removed so that we can get this house on the market effectively and get the best price we can? Mm-hmm. That's an excellent example. And actually, we've been through two projects recently where we did exactly that, where we came in to declutter a house and remove items in order to clear it in order to so that the realtor could go in and take beautiful photos. You can't take beautiful listing photos if all you're seeing is personal collections of things. And so we go in, we pull all those things out, we run them through auction in order to clear them out. The photographer comes in, takes beautiful listing photos. It increases the appeal and the draw of the of the real estate because people are looking at really high-quality photos. And then once it sells, we come in for the follow-up stage, which is now to clear all the items that the client is not taking with them. Yeah, we, we want to upload photos of the home, not of max sold items. <laughs> yeah, that's yes. right. <laughs> and I think the other thing I'll say on the flip side is lots of times, I'm not sure about Northumberland specifically, but in Toronto, a lot of people are spending a lot more money than they'd like to buy their first home. And that means they don't have a lot of extra money as a home buyer. Um, the great thing about our website is there's a lot of opportunity to furnish your entire home for less money than you'd end up spending at Ikea. The furniture is better quality. Um, you can certainly buy more of it. And, uh, you know, you're, you're really providing a community service when when we see it, when uh, you're helping people downsize and buying through our auctions. So there's a lot of people that I have, I have university friends who tell, you know, every time somebody comes over, oh, it's a great, you know, coffee table. Where'd you get it? Oh, I bought it on Max Sold. Um, and, you know, you can buy these coffee tables that you'd buy a you know, Bombay and these other stores that maybe they last a couple of years. Well, we're selling tables that have been around for 60 years. Yeah, maybe there's a scratch or two, you know, maybe not. Maybe they're in pristine condition. All you have to do is be willing to come by and pick it up yourself if you're the winner. And, uh, you know, you can have uh, you can have a table that's going to last you a couple of moves if you're going to do that or, or not. And uh, it's, you know, it's really great stuff. Mm-hmm. And some of those pieces are actually, um, they become the focus of a room. And so somebody may have a preference for contemporary furniture. Younger couples typically do. But those, that one piece of beautiful antique furniture may become the feature of the room. Yeah, and, and I, I quite often see in, in the many homes I go to where people have this synergy of old and new, and it works so well. And so definitely something you should be looking at if you're a buyer as opposed to uh, the seller of goods. Well, folks, we're going to come back after this break. You've been listening to Reality Realty. Northumberland 89.7 FM's local real estate talk. And after this break, we'll be asking Adam Gordon from Max Sold how they managed to sell an average of 98% of their goods in online auctions. 
Hi, I'm Ben Bird. Join me and Dave Glover on Mondays at 4 during the drive time for the Bird Report Live right here on Northumberland 89.7. Well, the washer quit again. Well, I don't know what to do with it. Well, I do. If you need in-home service, new or used parts, previously loved appliances, advice, or stimulating conversation, come on down to Ed White Appliance Service, 51 Mill Street South. Or call us at 905-885-7109, where we love to say, yes, it is worth fixing. Hi there, I'm J.P. Phantom, host of the Phantom Jukebox, where we salute the great songs of the 50s and 60s. But we just don't play the hits, also the flip sides and the gems that never got on the radio. They're the ones we like to call the songs you should have heard. This show's goal is to take you back to a time in your life when it was fun to listen to radio. So if you're tired of the same old loop of songs, then you've dialed the right number, Northumberland 89.7 FM. Please join us every Saturday night, 6 to 7, on the Phantom Jukebox here only on Northumberland 89.7 FM for an enjoyable stroll down memory lane. Welcome back. This is your Real Estate Forum, Northumberland 89.7 FM's Reality Realty with Dale Bryant, Catherine Gissing, and our guest today, Adam Gordon, who is the COO of Max Sold, which is an online auction company based out of Kingston, and they're offering coverage coverage throughout Northumberland County and far, far beyond. Catherine, do you want to take over? Sure. Before the break, we were talking a bit about the reality that Max Sold manages to move an incredible 98% or more of items that are listed for sale. We talked previously a little bit about how they did that. One of the things that I did want to clarify is that listeners may be wondering whether or not this is strictly for residential clients. And uh, I'm going to tell you that it's not. It's actually available for other kinds of applications as well. And I'm going to invite Adam just to speak about that. Yeah. So um, obviously, um, the company was built to help this downsizing market. But some people are downsizing from their businesses as well. Some people have restaurants. um, Some people have run schools. Some people, um, you know, just have some kind of commercial property with commercial type stuff in it. Desks, chairs, computers. Um, we've even done one um, for, you know, people who are, um, um, you know, they've purchased a commercial property to turn into something else and they've inherited all of the inventory as a part of the real estate transaction. So Maxwell doesn't just help with all those uh, residential items. We, we can sell computers, we can sell equipment, you know, um, desks, computers. It all happens the same process. Um, it's just, uh, it's that with a different kind of stuff. You know, restaurant equipment is a very big one. Um, you know, it's, it's really complex stuff. It's very heavy. You know, to purchase it new costs a fortune. Um, and uh, so there are quite a few um, of examples of that on our website as well. Um, the, the other thing actually I'll say, I'm getting kind of in the in-between going to renovations is we've done more and more of these what we call a demolition salvage or renovation auctions where if a client has purchased a home um, or they know that they're selling it to somebody who's going to demolish it, you know, what about all the windows, the doors, the kitchen cabinets, the the shrubbery and all the kinds of things that people have that have nothing to do with the non-fixtures in the home? Well, we've done quite a few sales now where we're literally selling the kitchen sink as a part of the uh, sale. And we call those demolition sales or salvage sales. And, and what happens in those that's a bit unique is that what we're trying to do is remove the cost of the demolition by removing some of the things that are going to end up costing um, the client money from a weight perspective. Everything that needs to get dismantled, destroyed, disposed, those are all expenses. If we can sell it to somebody because it has some kind of use, the buyers come and they literally take the house apart under our supervision. They remove kitchen cabinets, they remove appliances, they remove toilets. Um, all kinds of fixtures, walls, crown molding, doors. And, uh, you know, we've seen sales of a couple of thousand to in excess of 20,000 for the parts of a house. And uh, it's pretty interesting to be able to recycle at that level. So there's a whole environmental story here. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, we're really happy that uh, we can provide that service to people in that. It, it certainly, it wasn't even our idea. It came about because someone invited us over to, they wanted to do a sale. 
Um, my father did the uh, visit. He walked through the house and they said, so that's everything we want to sell. And he was like, you haven't shown me anything yet. <laughs> and they said, well, we want to sell the parts. We want to sell the doors. And, and they, it was a beautifully newly renovated home. They're going to knock it down and build another one. Of course, this is in Toronto. But uh, yeah, the sale brought, I think, $15,000. It was our first sale. And we had people taking the whole house apart. And they did it all in one day. The whole the whole removal of all these things in just one day. That's incredible. I, I wasn't aware of that. Yeah. So what would have otherwise hit the dumpster? Yeah. And it, it returned 15000 Yep, yep. That's well, right. and not only would it have hit the dumpster, but there were disposal costs. There mm-hmm. are, you'd have to ship it. You'd have yeah. to have tipping fees. You'd have to have the crew. Yeah. I, I think a lot of people tend to just um, you know ignore the fact that there is a, a handling fee for all those things that need to go to the dump. Mm-hmm. One of the other things we want to touch on is um, just to just to get a sense of a seller managed versus a max sold managed auction. There are two different routes that you can go. You can either decide that you want to um, actively get involved in handling some of taking responsibility for some of that auction yourself, or just handling the whole th- handing the whole thing to Max Sold and their team to do it, or to a company like Sage to do that. There's actually three different models. And uh, I can tell you a bit about the Sage managed model, which is similar to working with any other move management company, where we are working with a client who is going through the whole downsizing process. We isolate the components that are going to auction. And then we, we come in with our cameras and, and our computers and we, we photograph all the items going to auction. We record all the data. We upload it to the site. And then we are the one point of contact with Maxold so that the client, again, can step away from that. They don't have to lend their time and their energy to that. So we're managing that as well as all the other components of their move. So that's one model. But the other model that's available for interested clients is that they could manage some of that themselves or they can hand it off to Max Sold. So I'm going to have Adam talk about those two options. Yeah, and for anyone that wants like the real detail, um, they can go to maxsold.com slash sell. And uh, that's our page that explains everything in detail. But in general, the process doesn't change no matter which way you go about it. There's the activity of photography and cataloging, which, as Catherine mentioned, you can hire someone to help outside Max Sold. Um, you can do that part yourself or you can have Max Sold do it. Um, and then the last real big piece is the security at the pickup event. And, and going back to estate sales, our pickup events are a couple of hours. We get an entire house emptied in two to four hours. Um, and in general, that's a pretty expedient way to get everything in somebody's house removed that they didn't need anymore. Um, but that's the other piece that either you know Max Sold can manage or not. By hiring Max Sold to do it, you incur a little bit of different fees because obviously we're not we're not being paid hourly, um, and uh, and we have kind of a threshold minimum of a thousand dollars if our team's going to do that. In the model where you do it yourself or you work with a service provider like Catherine, it works in r- much smaller um, volume scenarios. So if you only have ten or fifteen things, as you said, Dale, you're just trying to clean out the garage. It's it's decluttering time. You know, for three hundred dollars, you can get a completely marketed. Uh, access to our auction platform to market your auction, collect the money, do the reporting. You provide us the pictures, descriptions, and you manage the pickup with our list of buyers who we know bought what. And uh, it makes it a pretty tight process instead of trying to deal with, again, those 20 or 30 people, the hundreds of emails and phone calls from the people you're trying to negotiate one-on-one with each item. Everybody shows up in the time you told them to, and that's the only time they come to get it. Mm-hmm. And the one thing I, I would add to that is never discount how much time it takes to collect good data and good photos. Yeah. And so for those who are interested in investing their time in setting it up and lighting it and looking for all the details, then it's a wonderful thing if you want to step in and do that yourself. If you are too busy and you don't have the time or you don't have the inclination to do that, it's usually better to get a service provider to do it, whether it's us or whether it's handing it off to Maxold, because ultimately you get Get better data, better pictures, which then reaches the audience that you want, who then are able to, to to see a better representation of the things that you're trying to sell. That ultimately attracts more buyers and gives you more dollars. Adam, are there any items that cannot or maybe should not be sold through uh, Max Sold online auctions? Yeah, good question, Dale. So there are three big bucket categories, um, and there are some other kind of trickle-on categories. The three big ones, they say, we don't sell guns. Um, and uh, we don't sell food. So those are things that you got to deal with some other way. And certainly Catherine and other move managers and professional organizers appreciate what those other ways to deal with those things are. Oh, we have ways to deal with those. And the other thing is everyday clothing. And so we say everyday because lots of times
sometimes we can sell fur coats, leather jackets, um, nice purses, hats, shoes, whatnot. In general, it's better to donate those things because of minimums. And and what Catherine said, going mm-hmm. back to handling costs, it, it's very hard to recover value in doing dealing with those things another way. The only other really big bucket category, category is around safety items. So there are certain child-like child things, child safety, helmets um, um, that sometimes are past their limits or, you know, for government policy reasons that we're not allowed to sell those things. But so that would pretty be, much that would everything cribs else. and high chairs it, yeah, and things exactly. where standards have changed. Exactly. So that's right. So things that are basically regulated. Um, but outside that, like, it's pretty much fair game. Not services. <laughs> what do you mean by that? Well, you, you've never sold a service, right? It's, it's an item. That's a good question. Um, I think we have in charity scenarios. So yeah. like somebody wants to, you, you want to host a dinner for somebody mm-hmm. or um, I don't think we've ever done it as part of a downsize. Um, but certainly there are things we have done that way. I don't, I don't think anything, you know, super serious from that perspective. But I mean, if someone's got an idea, I'd say we'd be willing to try it. Well, <laughs> after all, you, you never planned on uh, dismantling a home, right? That's right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Room, room for change, yeah. always evolving. So one of the things we want to uh, think about before we, we close on this segment is uh, to give our readers uh, a reason to think listeners. about. Our, listeners. Listeners, thank you. Thank you, <laughs> listeners. To give our listeners a chance to, to, uh, you know, to, to think about using an online platform like Maxold. And I know that Adam's been really good about thinking about a promotion that might, might, might be interesting to them. Yeah, so um, for anyone who's kind of thinking about downsizing or if they have friends who are thinking about downsizing, um, what we've got today is on our website, www.maxold.com, M-A-X-S-O-L-D.com, slash radio. Um, for anyone listening or anyone who has friends um, that they can tell about the radio show, you can go to that website, maxold.com, slash radio, and download our free um, guide, The Essential Guide to Downsizing and Estate Settlement. Um, and in there, there'll be lots of helpful tips on how to go about, you know, where do you start for your downsize? How does it work? You know, all those kinds of things. Um, and anyone who decides that Max Sold's going to be a good fit because they're going through a transition in the next six months, um, we're uh, giving a $100 credit to anybody who signs up um, to do a Max Sold sale over the next six months if they, if they can say that they heard about us on the radio show today. And does that apply to realtors as well? Anyone who, yep, anyone who's bringing, either it's them as the client, the realtor's bringing their client, anyone, it's basically uh, an additional credit on the commissions um, for either model too, the seller managed model or the full service model. That's, uh, thank you very much for that, Adam. Uh, so folks, once again, uh, there's an essential guide to downsizing uh, or, or setting an estate. And you can get to that. You can download that essential guide by going to www.maxsold.com forward slash radio. And and once again, Adam's been kind enough to uh, offer up to anyone who has heard about this or downloads it or heard about this in the next six months, they can receive $100 off their commissions over the next six months. So. Uh, that's a great opportunity if you know you have that in your future. Or maybe you weren't even thinking of it, but now after listening to this show, you're thinking, wow, we got a lot of stuff we wouldn't mind thinning out. So that that's fantastic. Adam, thank you so much for being on our show today. Thanks, Dale. I really appreciate the opportunity to come and speak with uh, you and your listeners. Yeah, it's a great show. I've I've never used a product like this, but you've, you've certainly intrigued me. And I'm going to go home. And I'm going to take a look around and uh, and see. Careful, what... Dale. A lot of families get hooked. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. And well, you know what? Uh, I'm not even going to. I'm not even going to bring up this ugly mess. But yeah, I'm going to go home and take a look around, see what I can see. And and the best way, Adam, that uh, listeners can get in contact with you. Yeah, uh, they can reach out to us at eight seven seven two five seven 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 nine nine extension two for our sales, um, or they can reach us at support. S-U-P-P-O-R-T at MaxSold.com if they'd like to send us an email. And again, our uh, website is MaxSold.com if you're a buyer and if you're looking to sell, slash sell. Great. And Catherine, great show. You, You produced a great show today. Well, I think it's it's thanks to the guest. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, and and the host. And the host. Oh, thank you. <laughs> was it that that uh, stink eye I was giving you that made you say host? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Anyways, thank you, Catherine, for joining me today. And Catherine Gissing is the founder and owner-operator of Sage Relocation Services. And should any of our listeners be interested in knowing more about downsizing services, I'll tell you that we do operate in Northumberland County and beyond. A, a lot of our service area extends into the eastern fringe of the GTA and out towards Kingston as well. And it's a bit of an elastic boundary because people start here and then move someplace else. So we've moved people up to Barrie and to Oregon and all over the place. There's lots of ways of handling it. And so should they be interested, they're welcome to call me at 905-717-3624. Or the best way to reach me online is C. Gissing, which is C-G-I-S, S and Sam, S-I-N-G, at sage, S-A-G-E, dash, relocation.com. And if you have any real estate questions, you can contact me, Dale Bryant, by emailing dale at dalebryant.ca or call into the radio station at 905-372-2391 and leave a message either for Catherine or myself, and they'll get a hold of us. Don't forget to join me, Dale Bryant. I'm an active real estate broker with Royal LePage ProLiance Realty Brokerage. Join me next Thursday from 11 a.m. until 12 noon for Reality Realty on Northumberland 89.7 FM, truly local radio. Until next week, folks. It's time for a jailbreak. Ahoy, matey! The Jailhouse Tavern's gone fishing and locked in some great deals for your family every day. Halibut or haddock fish and chips available every day. Monday night is fish night. Get beer-battered haddock and fries.